It's not that easy being green. Having to spend each day the color of the leaves. When I think it could be nicer being red or yellow or gold or something much more colorful like that. Welcome to Sue Watches Buffy, podcast where I sue and watching... Buffy and Angel for the first time while my sister Emily guides me through. Today we are covering the beginning of season four of Angel. We're doing the episodes Deep Down, Ground State, and The House Always Wins. I'm Sue. And I'm Em. But green's the color of spring And green can be cool and friendly like And green can be big like an ocean Or important like a mountain Or tall like a tree Like 60 times. He's lost the mission, bro. Well, we're about to lose this whole place, and you know you can't say bro. What should I do then? Send her a gift? Sacrifice? Unholy fruit basket? No one seems to be bothered by the fact that he's a demon. They must think it's all makeup, like the Blue Man Group. You don't think the Blue Man Group? Only two of them. We need to start hustling up some paying clients. We will, as soon as we find Marissa. Can I say dog? <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. I was like looking through my notes when I <laughs> the names. I was like, the cough syrup has already set in. <laughs> Get ready, folks. <laughs> Take some cough syrup. So, yeah, starting. I... When I was writing down, like, what season it was, I was like, it's not season four. And then I had to double check. And I was like, I'm already on season four. Yeah. <laughs> just feels like I've flown through, Angel. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? It really does. I really thought it was wrong. I was like, no, it's got to be like season three. <laughs> but, yeah, season four. Crazy. Yep. Season one doesn't count too much. <laughs> Maybe that's. Maybe that's. It. <laughs> you like think of season one, erase. <laughs> I've only seen two seasons, so this must be season three. <laughs> but there's only five seasons, right? Yeah. Wow, I can't believe how I'm winding down on these shows so much. <laughs> It's so weird. We need to play the Cats in the Cradle for Sue. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, but just so far, season four is pretty interesting. So. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, yeah. 
I like season four. It um, has some things I don't like, storylines, but it has some it has some of the best stuff I think. Oh yeah. Yeah, and some iffy stuff. So. All right. Well. Okay. We got some cats crypt. We do. We have a cats crypt. Shall we? Yep. Cat okay. says. I just have a couple of notes from this week's watch of Buffy and Angel. Feel like I'm kind of white knuckling myself through a rough patch. <laughs> <laughs> we warned you. <laughs> I don't hate these shows, but I did catch myself watching with my arms crossed against my chest and a disapproving scowl on my face a couple of times. <laughs> I hear you, cat. Why am I watching this? <laughs> Buffy's about to get pretty good for a little bit. It is. She's about to hit pangs and something blue and hush. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Angel, not so much, but keep going. But Buffy, yeah, Buffy gets better. She's getting hero. Heroes, you know. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Changes in store and whatnot. (laughs) Yeah. Cat, I feel you. There were times I was kind of mad at Emily. Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Mad at myself watching season four sometimes. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> they get it back together, I swear. But yeah, white knuckle and just cruise through. Cruise through, cat. All right. All right. She says, "Fear itself." Kind of a strange episode, but it had a couple of scary moments and a couple of funny moments. Notably funny was Xander, of course. When he thought he was still invisible, it was pretty funny. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. And the head that appeared in the bathroom with him was kind of scary. The fear demon was hilarious. So cute and tiny. <laughs> and I like how they taunted him. <laughs> I love Giles in this episode. <laughs> Yeah, Giles is great. The sombrero. <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay. And his big bowl of candy. Yes, the giant bowl of candy and all the candy wrappers. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> she says, beer bad. What the hell was that? <laughs> that episode has to be in the top five worst episodes of all time. I agree, Kat. And guess what? M likes it. <laughs> I do. But I realize it's, you know, bad. <laughs> I like the badness. But she must not have listened to our podcast before sending this. It is in the top five, but there's one worst, and you're going to get another. What the hell was that? <laughs> Coming up. <laughs> and that one, I do not like. <laughs> <laughs> says, well, at heart. I kind of like this one. Wait, what? That's wild. not the... Wild at heart is where Oz leaves. What's the one I'm thinking of? Wild, where the wild things are? Oh, okay, okay, okay. That one is not as close to beer bad. <laughs> if <Okay>. it was, then <laughs> no one ever would have continued watching Bobby. <laughs> 
I was thinking it was that one. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, wild at heart. I kind of like this one. <laughs> All right, cat, disown. Um, <laughs> Shun. <laughs> Shun. Unshun. Did, did you hear that, Moe's? We just shunned our sister. <laughs> Unshun. <laughs> Veruca I don't see her appeal at all <laughs> Her singing sucked <laughs> For maybe the first second I saw her I thought it was Fiona Apple But nope, no Fiona We talked about that being Fiona Apple And I don't remember why But I lamented on how great it would have been If it would have been Fiona I think I might have thought it was her <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so so they've been building up this connection between her and Oz, and I like it, even though it makes me feel bad for Willow. I'm just kind of tired of Oz and Willow. I got tired of them, too. Yeah. Sisters. <laughs> so, <laughs> so is he, like, on forever? Is this when Willow changes her sexual orientation? <laughs> yes, I know that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I know. I just know. <laughs> Maybe from being a party. Yes, mother. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I had the same thing. I, You knew, yeah. It wasn't until it actually happened that I was like, oh my gosh, I remember this. Right. You know? I didn't right. know I had a time. Um, she says, I think I even know the actress that plays her girlfriend later on. Michelle Trachtenberg. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're close <laughs> don't have it quite right <laughs> she says again don't don't ask me how i know this i have no idea the or the origin of this knowledge i hope i don't have to edit myself for spoilers if people are listening to this podcast they know more than i do right is that safe to assume yes <laughs> <laughs> at the point we are at we know all this yes Yes, and we know you're probably the newest listener. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, if not, just don't read that part. Uh, she says, the initiative. Cool. I'm interested, interested to see where this plot line goes. And I do not like Riley. <laughs> <laughs> Amen, sister. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no opinion spoilers. <laughs> my opinion spoiled in episode one of season four that I hate him. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I can't not. My dislike is too intense. Yeah. Kat's going to really hate him if she doesn't. I was still kind of okay with Riley at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You were, you were okay with him through much of season four. I was just trying to give the guy a chance and not hate him because I knew so many people did. Well, good for you. And then it just, I broke. I remember the point you did break and I don't want to say anymore. I think a lot of people applauded. I think there was some feedback about it. Do you remember? Like... All my, how well do you know my sisters? I'm like, Riley fell a little in your eyes this time. You like Riley a little less. <laughs> I was like, every single episode, I was like, predicting you liked him a little less. 
And then there was just that one point. I'm like, all right, <laughs> I give up. <laughs> you asked too much of me, Riley. <laughs> I defended you too much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, cats hate is um already. <laughs> uh she says, On to Angel, I fall to pieces, gross and creepy. <laughs> Room with a view, probably the best of these three for that one for what that's worth. <laughs> it totally is. <laughs> uh sense and sensitivity, ugh. Sensitive Angel was pretty funny, I have to admit. Oh, and when he's dressed up in that hat and Hawaiian shirt, tucked in. <laughs> so, yeah, pretty bad assignment this week. Pretty lame cat, cat script, too. Soldiering on. Legata. <laughs> well, keep soldiering on, cat. Yep. I promise. And this is Sue talking. You know me. It gets better. Yep. Both, both get better. They both get better. Angel does ask a lot, not as much as Buffy does in season four. Angel season one takes a real trooper to get through. <laughs> yeah, you kind of have to be doing a podcast about it to get through it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a, there's it's some worth it, though. There. I promise. It's worth it. It is. Oh man, though there's some things coming up in Angel. <laughs> there's she's still got she to get through. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> oh, trust your sisters, cat. <laughs> Just do it. Just do it. Do it quick. <laughs> Just do it. And remember that you get to watch him and then listen to us talk about him, right? And make fun of him. So, because at this point you could put either series down and like. Mm, not pick it up for quite a long while, so just get right. through it. Right, just get through them. Because we all need to watch the very final Buffy together. That's right. So. Well, thanks, Cat. Thank you. Always, always love the Cat script. Yep, that was entertaining. It wasn't lame. Not nope. as lame as those episodes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I'd rather read Cat script. <laughs> then watch Sense and Sensitivity. <laughs> Except for the pain bow line. That one's good. Yep. You should stop listening now. Okay. Hi, Feature Cat. Hi, Feature Cat. I don't know what to say to you right now. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you do? Did you get through season four okay? <laughs> How about season one? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't season one and two a drag? It's better now, right? It's much better. You got... You got bad Wesley. Oh, man. <laughs> dark stuff. What the bip? <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't even know Wesley gets on Angel. Yeah. Oh, that's true, huh? I don't remember. I Has she ever mentioned Wesley in Cat's Crypt? 
I don't think she has. No, I don't think she has. Hmm. So we don't know how she feels about him. Do you like Wesley Cat? Future Cat? <laughs> Future Cat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to Harold's feedback. A little light in the feedback bag this week, guys. That's okay, because we're kind of in a hurry tonight. So, Harold says, The strongest episode of this grouping was definitely the season opener. There were so many memorable scenes and everyone was so dark, even Fred. Even Angel's hair got darker. <laughs> I didn't notice that. It's always been pretty dark. <laughs> I really like the opening scene with Angel's hallucination with everyone happy and back together for a holiday meal. The Flash just did something very similar in its season 2 opener where the Flash has a similar dream before reality sinks in. Angel did it first and did it better. It reminded me a lot of the body. And that family dinner hallucination thingy. The body. When Joyce dies. Oh. Remember okay. there's like that little Thanksgiving scene? Yeah, 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 scene? yeah. That's right, that's right. And then that terribly harsh cut to Joyce's face. <laughs> and the yes. kind of harsh cuts to... Angel looks, although there's a little more warning with his, because he starts, like, getting weird little things. <laughs> right, right, right. Like the lighting changes, where he looks like he's under the ocean, and his feet are wet. So it's not quite as stark, but it's disturbing. It is, it is. I and like you it. You do, you sink into this little family dinner. Even though you know it couldn't possibly be happening, you you get all warm and fuzzy. <laughs> Yeah, my first note is, I'm going with a dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I found it interesting that in each of Angel's hallucinations, his vampire self emerges. Is it a reminder that deep down, ooh, deep down, he capitalized that, his vampire self could reemerge in any moment? Or is he just really getting hungry? I take it as he's just hungry. <laughs> Yeah. It's like Cordy, he's like trying to hallucinate a nice little romantic moment with her, but that need to feed is just so strong that even in his imagination, like when you have to go to the bathroom in your dream <laughs> and you wake up and you're like, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> that need is just so strong, it kind of overtakes his little hallucination, dreamy things. Well, not only, but also it, it's got to be just spending all that time cooped up in that box in the down in the middle of the ocean you've got to like pass your time somehow yeah you know what i mean but he's like, talking more like why does the vampire self keep emerging oh that's true okay yeah that is the hunger thing yeah, I mean, maybe that's a secondary that deep down his vampire self could reemerge. Yeah, I think he's just going a little crazy. Yeah, I Crazy with he... hunger, crazy with boredom. Yeah. Crazy with desperation. Yep. Yeah. That is my opinion. No one went more dark than Wesley. That moment when he doesn't even bother to turn around when Justine inches closer to him, but matter-of-factly tells her that he'll take away her bucket 
is as cold and disturbing as it gets. <laughs> yeah, it totally is. <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> That's pretty awesome, too. <laughs> I'll take away your bucket. Yeah. I've heard of the expression that heads will roll, but Lila and Linwood gave the world a gift to go along with that. <laughs> <laughs> sure did <laughs> that's funny <laughs> loved it okay ground state i said before the angel of the series keeps trying to come up with a super powered female about once a season and this is season four's attempt which is probably the best but i'm still not sure why they felt the need to have the characters like gwen or the telekinesis girl in this show i'm wondering if I think season one especially gets a lot of flack for having all these girls in peril that Angel has to save. Mm -hmm. And I think that's maybe why they do it. They're like, Buffy's such a strong female. Let's do one in here. Although they're doing well with Cordy and Fred. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they like that idea so much. Huh. So is that the only time we see Gwen? I'm not going to say that, but... I will say that she is their best attempt. I kind of like Gwen. I don't I have liked a her. lot of reason to super like her, but I really like her. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say I super liked her, but I liked her. I'd be down with not becoming one of the gang, but I don't know. Seeing her someone, again. Someone that they go to here and there for help. I don't know. When they need I liked her, her lightning powers. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I just want a whole episode where we see Lauren's Vegas show. I oh, totally would watch amen. it. It was fabulous. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> uh, yep. Um, likes Dark Wesley. Fred's artwork getting shown up by angels. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren's act. Fred is a Lornette. Dislikes Heavenly Cordelia talking into the camera. Did Charisma Carpenter forget how to act during the off-season? <laughs> it was weird. I mean, I think it probably is a lot harder to do what she was doing, acting-wise. Yeah. To have to come up with those things without having an actor to play off of or whatever. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that situation did stretch her acting chops. <laughs> I think so. And I just have questions about it. I mean, what? We'll get into it. Okay. <laughs> but my main question is, like, I thought she was going somewhere to help other people and instead, she just seems to be, like, floating and, I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm confused. Yeah, you have a right to be. I can't really help you. Because I feel like I can't say much. And I'm going to feel that way a lot this season. I'm just warning you now. Oh, yeah? I'm going to be biting my tongue a lot. Huh. Okay. Interesting. And I may just say this once. Trust it. 
You might uh, not like some things. <laughs> okay, okay. Just oh. roll with it. That's All the right. best advice I can give you. <laughs> well, I've rolled with a lot so far, so <laughs> what's going to stop me now? <laughs> All right, I thought... Okay. I discovered on Wikipedia that they do a pretty good little short synopsis. And I thought, I've in the past I've tried to do this, where since we just kind of go into the episodes, it's, I think it's nice to provide a little synopsis. Oh, okay. And I say it, and then I don't. And now I've lost the page, so just a minute. Just to remind people that aren't doing a rewatch along with us. You're like, deep down, which one is that? And instead of just start talking about random little things, we can give a little bit of a... Yeah, random little things like, I'm going with a dream. <laughs> <laughs> okay, while you're doing that, I'm going to fix my headset. I think okay. I've got a cord problem. Okay, so Angel, Cordelia, Connor, and the gang are enjoying dinner in what seems like true happiness. Even Wesley was included, but not Gru, although Lorne left at the same time, but was still included. However, it is soon revealed to be a hallucination of Angel's as he remains trapped underneath the ocean. In the three months since Angel and Cordelia's disappearance, Gunn and Fred are frustrated by the lack of clues regarding their whereabouts, while they deal with Connor, who pretends not to know anything. Connor even resorts to killing the only witness to Angel's plight, a vampire named Marissa, to protect himself. Meanwhile, Wesley and Justine held as, held as a prisoner, has Justine held as a prisoner, and forces her, by psychological and maybe physical torture, to take him to where Angel's sealed coffin is located, 100 feet on the ocean floor. Also, the evil Lila is continuing to court court and seduce Wesley to pump him for information about Angel while she eventually stages a one-woman coup against Linwood to take over the special projects division of Wolfram and Hart to stay ahead of the ever-ambitious Gavin. Okay, that was way longer than the other one is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little more detailed than I normally yeah, want. That was okay. pretty detailed. Okay, so deep down... Oh. Yeah, do we have numbers? We do. We have number 7, 17, and 21. Okay, so I'm going... Deep down is 7. Uh -huh. Um... Ground state is 21, and the house always wins is 17. Yeah, ground state is 17, and the house always wins is 21. What? Man, if that is the second worst of the whole season, we got a good season ahead of us, because I like that one. I I really like the house always wins. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fun. I think it was really fun. I love a rescue and I thought it was a good rescue too yeah and it kind of pulls you I totally believe that Lauren was being a jerk same <laughs> totally I, I've got notes 
Why is he being <laughs> such a dick? <laughs> and then that reveal that he's being held was like shocking. It was just yep. good. I like oh. It. Oh, that scene where he realizes it's her and he's like, Fred, Winner Fred. <laughs> it was so cute. It was cute. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I that's what you want, then I'm cool with this season. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so deep down is number seven. Yes. A number 40 of all time angels. All right. So, yeah, my first note is I'm going with a dream. My next note is, yep, definitely a dream. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really disturbing all those dreams and having them wake up just like yelling. It's sad. Oh, it's really sad. Oh, I'm, my gosh. I'm glad we didn't have to put up with more than, like, half an episode with him down there. Same. Same. Because that's just tough. Tough to watch. It really just is. Just even the tiny little moments that we got with him, it just made me feel so claustrophobic. Yeah. And, you know, of course, my brain went, all right, if we see a shark, I'm going to be so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I kept expecting him to like I don't know show the camera angle from his point of view and seeing like creepy ocean stuff above him yeah and you know I find it very interesting that he's not mentioned once we've already done the first three Buffies and he's not mentioned once and he was gone all summer missing that kind of shows you how detached those two are right now oh yeah you know, there'd be a time where Buffy would have dropped everything. everything. That's right. But sounds like maybe she didn't even know. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that. Because they do, like in my mind, they they are so detached as well. Yeah. Like, I don't even think of one and the other. But yeah, you would think. If they were on the same network, I guess, maybe there would have been. Maybe. But, yeah. I mean, Buffy probably doesn't even know that he's a father. Yeah. You know? Crazy. Not only a father, but a father to, like, a petulant, like, (laughs) (laughs) 17-year-old. How do you like him now, Buffy? (laughs) (laughs) Stick with spikes. (laughs) He's got a kid about Don's age. (laughs) (laughs) That's weird. Yep. Uh, My next note is, wait, so Connor is staying with Gunn and Fred? Yeah, you were not expecting that. I remember your predictions and going, there he's with them. Yeah, I... I'm still kind of confused about that. I mean... Well, I don't think he had anywhere else to go. Justine was gone. Because <laughs> <laughs> she was your... She's who you could only see him being with, you know? Yeah, I thought he would be staying with her, but it's still just 
kind of surprises me for for a kid that like hates his dad that much. I mean, that's pretty douchey of him to like do that to his dad and then go live at his dad's hotel. <laughs> Very douchey, you know. <laughs> But you also see that he was kind of keeping an eye on Fred and yeah, I guess trying making sure they didn't know what was going on. Yeah, find out the truth. Yeah, once once we got to that scene, I was like, okay, I guess that makes a little bit more sense. But still, it just kind of it really surprised me that he was staying with them. Well, no one ever accused Connor of not being a douche. (laughs) I know that's true. That is true. Um. Yeah, my next note is poor Angel down there, and then I've got Wesley and Lila still. <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, and then I have ha ha ha. Wesley has Justine. <laughs> <laughs> I put Fred's got Angel's taxi divers driver stakes. She got his like little wrist stakes. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> And then I have, holy crap, it is going to be Wesley that rescues Angel. Yeah, you did dance around that a little bit. Yeah, I did my usual. No, I did. I I did my usual. I'm going to guess a bunch of people hoping one of them's right. (laughs) (laughs) I think I guessed Wesley, Connor, and Wolfram and Hart. I learned just don't pick it on one guess make a few guesses and maybe one maybe one will be right but I am happy that it was Wesley even though they're still at the point that they're at right now I still think oh that's gotta mean something I know it does to Angel Angel's good why can't Wesley be more forgiving (laughs) (laughs) he was really hurt (sighs) yeah but Angel said they were good. He's okay. He forgives them. I, the look on Wesley's face was, yeah, well, bully for you. I don't forgive you. May not like it, but that's, <laughs> that's how you know, I interpret it. It seems like, I know, no, that's that's exactly what happened. But, I mean, to me, it's like... Angel's the bigger man here. I mean, Angel's got... What Wesley did to Angel is worse than what Angel did to Wesley, right? I don't know. It depends on how you look at it. Wesley thought he was doing the right thing. You know. Right. He didn't steal Angel's child to, like Holtz would, you know, to have a son to raise and to take him away from his father. He truly thought Angel was going to kill him and was truly trying to do the right thing. He made a huge mistake by not sharing that information with any of his friends. Right. That's why, it, to me, it just seems like Wesley's sin or whatever you want to call it is, is worse than Angel's. I mean... I don't know. I don't know. It's debatable. Yeah. Do you see the season playing out with like a big Wesley against Angel? 
At this point, kind of, yeah. I mean, Wesley is just so far gone to me, and he has that phone conversation where he's like, yeah, I'll take Angel's clients, you know? Mm. But yeah, I gotta sneeze. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping the <laughs> the cough medicine wasn't like making you downhill in like one sentence. <laughs> no, no, it was like, I was like something's happening to Sue. <laughs> I'm having a stroke. <laughs> no, it was a big old sneeze. <laughs> cough medicine hit you like a Mack truck. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Nope. I was concentrating on not sneezing, and then I was like, nope, it's going to happen. <laughs> Just roll with it. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I just want him to kiss and make up. <laughs> I know, me too. I, I really do. do. I just, I don't know. Boy, that uh, Justine and Wesley's closet, that is such a great reveal. Oh, man. So unexpected. So unexpected. I couldn't believe it. I was, I was like, so mad that Lila had been there, and then she leaves, and then you see, like, Wesley walk to the closet, and he opens the door, <laughs> and I was like, holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> that is so awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's good. And I really cheered just seeing him with her on the boat looking for Angel. I'm like, yes, that's great. Oh, he's so horrible to her. Oh, and you know, I'm pretty sure, thinking about it a little more, I think B really had a little extensive theory about Wesley being the one to save Angel. That was his redemption in her eyes. How he could make it up. Right, right. So, good job, B. I think I said that too, didn't I? I don't remember. <laughs> good job, Sue. If you did. <laughs> Future cat, you've probably listened yeah. to this. <laughs> well, I think it was we among all my guesses when you were like, how do you think Angel's going to get rescued? And I was like, I think one of them was, I hope it's Wesley, because maybe that'll redeem him a yes. little bit. Yes. You know? And I hope it still does because I mean Well, it did in it did in Angel's eyes. It did in Angel's eyes and, and I, I'm just holding out hope because there still has to be a part of Wesley that cares because I mean, who knows how many nights he went out on that boat. You know, that that was a lot of time and effort to find Angel. And then he had that whole folder on Cordelia. Yes, I loved that. I, you know, it, so it's it did like, show to me that he has to. That's not just redemption. That's got to be some caring. It's got to be caring. It's got to be. So there's. I bet it's mostly redemption, but there's there's something there. Well. 
okay, so if it's a little bit of redemption, then if then if the person that you're trying to be redeemed by tells you absolves you that we're good, then you need to give a little too. Yeah. And not just be like, me, I'm still mad, you know? <laughs> I mean, at least say something like, that's nice to hear, but just, I need a little bit longer. I don't know. Because he just seems to get worse. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And he seems to have quite a little business going, you know? He's not just sitting on his butt. I know he's got his own business going. He's like dirty talking with Lila on the phone. Oh, he's stealing clients from Angel while he's out of town. Well, you could look at it that way. Or you could look at he was uh, just helping Angel out while he's out of town. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, M. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like you have a an office that, you know, when doctors are out of town, they have an office that takes their calls. <laughs> <laughs> an on-call doctor? Yes. <laughs> He's the on-call demon hunter. <laughs> yeah, usually those doctors have like a mutual understanding. I don't <laughs> Like, usually. I'm going out of town. <laughs> you take my calls. <laughs> I don't think that's happening here. We're getting a little ahead of ourselves, though. Um, yeah. Because my next note is, holy crap, Angel breaking Connor's neck. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I have Lauren. Nice outfit. <laughs> <laughs> the big purple feather coat. He's like a big purple Liberace. <laughs> And then, in his act, he had a total Wayne Newton coat on. Yes. <laughs> it's like sequined the, like, cowboy parts of a jacket. <laughs> so Wayne Newton. <laughs> He's just getting all the... He's just all Vegas. Vegas show greats. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Every Vegas stereotype wrapped up in one. Yeah. Were you so excited to see Lord? Oh my gosh, I was so happy. I know <laughs> how sad you were and how sure you were never going to see him again. <laughs> I was so sad and so terrible. <laughs> Instead, you get Vegas Lauren. <laughs> I know. I, I just, I was so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> when they did the phone call, I was like, happy to see him. And I was like, well, okay, so he came back for one day. Right. <laughs> I still wasn't buying it. <laughs> Although I think I caught on to the fluffy thing quickly. Oh, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty, I think I remember catching on to that and thinking, he's doing like a silent signal. It totally made sense to me. So I had a lot of hope when I saw that. Nope. I didn't catch it at all. It was just all like Lauren talked to me. Like I was like, I wonder who he calls Fluffy. <laughs> you know. <laughs> not he's gun. Got, he's got so many little names for everybody. That's true. <laughs> um, 
my next note is, I hope Angel and Wesley make up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I was so hopeful when I wrote that note down. (laughs) (laughs) And then I've got, holy crap, ha ha, gross head. When when she chops Linwood's head off. I was not expecting that. Yeah, that was, and she did it with a little, like, Palm Pilot. Yeah, <laughs> like this blade comes out from the chair. <laughs> we would all love that chair in our offices. I bet so. <laughs> Nope, wrong. <laughs> and then I've got, holy crap, Fred, didn't know she had that in her. I've got poor Fred and Gunn. They seem stressed. <laughs> <laughs> they do. I boy, I feel bad at the opening of this, realizing that they have just been left by everybody, and they've got Connor, and they've got the business, and they're just like, "What is happening?" I know, I know. Really, they really took on a lot of responsibility. Yeah. I mean, with Cordelia and Angel both di- disappearing the disappearing same night, disappearing and Lauren leaving. Lauren's gone. And he's no help. <clears throat> I thought it was sweet that they kept paying Cordy's rent, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that that had to been tough. But man, that scene where I mean, you see the phone ring and you know, we know that Wesley's found Angel and then you see the phone ring and you kind of assume it's probably Wesley. Right. But and then, then the next scene him. is Fred coming up and bringing Connor a sandwich. And she's all sweet. And then she, like, tasers him. I know. It's awesome. I was like, wait, is this another hallucination? <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. I didn't know she had that in her. I know. She was pissed. Yeah. Which I guess I, you know, I understand. I mean, she pissed about that and also probably just terrified for Cordy because Angel can survive that but they're like did you do that to Cordy too? They have no idea and it makes more sense that he would have done something to both of them, right? Right, right. Plus she was like, were you going to do something like that to us? You know, like. Yeah. So there's that slap in the face like wow, yeah. they they fed him and taken care of him and given him a place to stay and Parented him, basically. Basically parented him, exactly. But man, little Fred. Didn't know she had that in her. Yeah, pretty sweet. Fred full of surprises. She really kind of is. I've got like, oh man, it's so sad when Angel hallucinates Connor in Wesley's place and says, I should have killed you. And it seems to Wesley that he's talking... Oh, him. on the boat, yeah. Yeah, not hallucinating Connor. Yeah. I was like, ooh, that's unfortunate. That's really unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. And then I wrote, shut up, Justine. I wonder what she said. You know what? I wrote that down, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember now. It's it's when she he leaves her, like, handcuffed to something, and she's like, he's going to turn on you yeah he's gonna turn on you hey she could have shut up 
in the first five minutes of the episode. I mean, everything out of her. Oh, I hate I hate her. I could have said that in any number of times. But yes, exactly. I think that is the one that got me. <laughs> yes. I mean, she just wouldn't shut up. And I love that, like, it's like middle of the night on the boat and Wesley's like radar thing, like see something and like he just throws her like a snorkel and she's got to go down. <laughs> oh, man, uh, he's the thought dark. of like, Oh, scuba diving in the middle of the night in the ocean. No, freak. No. <laughs> no way. Nope. Looking for a vampire encased in a box that you put in there that's been there for three months. That's kind of terrifying. Seriously. (laughs) That is absolutely terrifying. There's no way. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, she is the one that slit his throat, and he's got a lot of reasons for Wesley to... Oh, heck yeah. She's the reason Angel's down there. The reason he's down there uh, very, is the one that slashed his throat and took the baby from him. Yeah. You know, she's... Oh, she deserves it. She deserves it. Absolutely. But, oh, man. Creepy. <clears throat> oh, so... Oh, just gives me the willies. <laughs> <laughs> Going down there after a vampire? Down in the just, ocean at night? Yes, just going down in the ocean yeah. at night at all <laughs> for any reason, but to like find a vampire that's encased, nope, nope. Yeah, the, I think the only time I've ever like been in the ocean at night was in Mexico. I've gone, I like to go to the beach at night, that's one of my favorite places, but I never get in it. Oh, heck no. But I did that one time. We were like, body surfing at like two in the morning in Mexico and there were like little th- you had to like stay on your board you couldn't let anything fly like land in the water because little things were stinging you it was so scary I was like what am I doing <laughs> I'm like I'm 37 years old <laughs> I'm crazy <laughs> I'm bodyboarding with my brother and brother-in-law I remember the night you guys did that. (laughs) Two in the morning and things are stinging me. (laughs) I don't know what's down there. We didn't know what was stinging us. (laughs) (laughs) But we stayed out there for a good long while. That is crazy because it was only like the next day or the day after that they closed the beach because those crocodiles or (laughs) sea alligators were in the same area. We didn't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, man. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm hoping and praying that's the last I ever see of Justine. Well, I'll make your night. They better be done with her. It is. No oh. reason for you to worry about it. She's gone forever. This is her last appearance. Uh, good. Cause They're done with that. She is just... Bleh. Yeah. I mean, at the end, I was just like, oh, just 
killer, Wesley. You're you're so far gone. <laughs> Just Might as well. Killer. <laughs> instead, he gives her like the "Don't be a slave," and I was like, "Don't give her a." Yeah, it's just reason to contemplate, you know. This killer. I I liked how Buffy putting him in a hell dimension for a century <laughs> made him pretty cash about a few months in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did like that. <laughs> I did like that. That was um yeah, we just kind of didn't even mention the whole Angel and Connor confrontation. Confrontation. That was pretty good. That was really good. I love he's like, I wrote it down. I love you, Connor. Now get out of my house. <laughs> I know. That was crazy. That was cool. I kind of didn't expect him to be even what he did. I still didn't expect him to be that harsh. No, but I love it. Loved it, yeah. Because Connor deserved it. Um, you know? Yes. Especially since he was still kind of, you deserve it, you know? Oh, yeah. And he played Wesley and Fred. Oh, it just makes me so mad. I mean, he went back to his dad's place and lived there and and let his dad's friends take care of him and feed him and shelter him and... Yes, and he drove away Lorne, you know. Right, right. And they're not sure about Cordy at this point. Although right. he did deny it, but... And then he was still just so petulant and just such a little douche. Yep. Yeah, I I liked all the stuff that Angel had to say. That was great stuff. Yeah. And I'm glad he's okay. Yes. And I'm glad that he's cash about it because he spent a century in Hell Dimension. <laughs> <laughs> My girlfriend sent me into Hell Dimension for like a hundred years. <laughs> a few months down at the bottom of the ocean was like a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> he had a lot of time to think. <laughs> no, I'm sure it was awful for him, but he's suffered awful. Well... You get the idea when he was in the hell dimension that he was being, like, tortured. Yes. So, this, I mean, this was a way of torture, but he had a lot of time to just think. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Someone wasn't sticking hot pokers in places. Right. You know? <laughs> And it seems like he just totally worked out what Holtz did. He like just had a lot of time to just totally figure it out. The ice pick and everything, I think. Yes, he... exactly. Yeah. Well, what else are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got nothing better to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, ground state. All right, this one, this one is 17. Uh, 
Um, yep. Number 78. Okay, this one's more succinct. Angel's search for Cordelia takes him to Wesley, now an independent demon hunter slash killer, with his own gang. He refers Angel to a demigod named Dinza, who tells him he can find Cordelia by using a talisman called the Axis of Pythia. Angel soon crosses paths with Gwen Raiden, a highly paid professional thief who can kill a person or disable electronics by projecting electrical impulses. Pulses, not impulses. Gwen is seeking the same talisman for her employer, Elliot. Angel and Gwen steal the axis together. Angel learns that Cordelia is now a higher being. Did not nope. take a lot of notes. No, I don't have a whole lot. Um, my first note is, what is this? Xavier School for Mutants? <laughs> <laughs> The Wikipedia says it's uh, um, it's called the Thorpe's Academy, a special school in the small town of Gills Rock, Wisconsin. Yeah, it kind of threw me off how it started like that. I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> this hasn't happened before. But she reminded me of, I don't know, like Rogue from the X-Men or something. She, it says, Gwen's last name, Raiden, is a reference to Rajin, who is also known as Raiden, the god of storms and thunder from Japanese Shinto mythology. Mm, okay. Um, my next note is so Wesley's a rogue demon hunter again. <laughs> <laughs> Stands the leather pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> he's got a little he's got it a little more together this time. Mm. Yep. But yeah, pretty much. I just can't believe how cold he is. Yeah. And they have Dinza is dang creepy. I just got Dinza is creepy. Ooh, she's creepy. <laughs> she's really creepy. <laughs> I liked her. Yeah, she was pretty neat. And I have this must be Gwen. When she's like walking in all... Leathery. Red leathery. <laughs> um, Fred's presentation is hilarious. <laughs> oh, I love her little ghost. Boo. I know. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next page is like the um, the auction house that they're stealing it from. Uh-huh. And is there like a little dog or a cat in the picture too? Did you, did you notice this? Uh-uh. Like, it's this, like, little child's drawing of a building with, like, a crooked door. And then <laughs> I swear there's, like, a dog or something at the door. And it seems to have, like, a little bubble. I don't know. I couldn't see what it said. I don't know. I just thought it was cute. Interesting. And then Angel's, like, <laughs> something like this. And it's, like, this perfect drawing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Your new angel could draw. <laughs> he's 
he used to draw. Well, we knew Angel could draw. When he was Angelus on Buffy, he totally drew all those sketches, those creepy sketches, like he had been sitting at their bedside and drawing them. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And then he sketched Darla forever. He's a sketcher. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, I have, I do not like this Wesley and Lila stuff. (laughs) 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 It's not my favorite. And then I have Gunn's quote, this is so much harder than it looks like on Batman. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good one. (laughs) (laughs) That was awesome. (laughs) And then I have, holy crap, Gunn's dead. I actually thought he was dead. Mm. I mean, I know he was, but I was like, holy crap, they just killed Gunn. Yeah. It. I. They can't lose any more people right now. I mean, part of me was going there, but then part of me was like, man, they just killed Gunn. <laughs> like, <laughs> I bought it. I'm looking. I just pulled it up on Netflix and it is. It's a little dog with a little bubble. You can't see what it says. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder why. (laughs) If anyone out there knows, please. (laughs) Hopefully it just says like our our first thing. (laughs) But why a dog in front of an auction house? I don't know. (laughs) That was my question. (laughs) I have Angel's heartbeat. Weird. Wonder if that's going to come into play again. Yeah, I, I feel. I thought it was weird that they kissed. I don't know why his heart beating. Like, is that what made him kiss her? It's got to be like, like that's the most human he's felt ever. Yeah. You know, well, in the last couple hundred years. Well, he had that brief stint in I Will Remember You. Oh, that's true. But, yeah, I thought it was odd. I thought it was kind of weird. But, on the other hand, I like Gwen, and I feel feel really bad for her that she can't, living her whole life with zero human contact, you know, she cannot touch anybody. I know, she's like Rogue from the X-Men. Same thing. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know that reference. <laughs> Rogue. Um, she, if she touches anyone, she like sucks the life out of them. Hmm. So she always has to wear like gloves and stuff. Anna Paquin plays her in the movies. Hmm. But yeah, that's like her mutant power is. Anyone she touches, she, like, sucks their life out of them almost instantly. So. It's sad. I mean. It's really sad. Especially to a little kid and stuff. You just wonder what that would do to you your whole life. Yeah, it's really sad because, like, Rogue and the X-Men, she's, she's like, a young teenager. She's, like, 14, 15 and has a boyfriend and they can't, Hmm. you know. sucks that's sad it, it is it is and he's like the only human she's ever been able to touch and she's just kind of uh, i know she that's have a like, girlfriend i know <laughs> <laughs> i was like hmm 
and I kind of liked her. I, I I was okay if if she stuck around and became like Angel's new <laughs> love interest or something. <laughs> I don't know. I was I was kind of okay with it. Yeah. And then my last note on this one is uh, so Cordy is just kind of floating up there. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she had work to do. <laughs> I. I know the acting's kind of bad, but I like the idea. I don't know. I picture where she's at as kind of probably pretty close to what Buffy was doing when Buffy was dead. It, I just kind of, oh, it must, I don't know. I see a similarity, and I just think it's so funny that Cordy's like, I'm bored. <laughs> well, I thought... I thought they took Cordy for a purpose. Like you have, I mean, Skip told her, you know, you, you've done what you could on, in this dimension. We need you in another dimension. Well, maybe she has been doing stuff and we just, she's bored of it though. Doesn't seem like she seems to just be floating there with a bunch of blue light behind her. You know, that's true. I mean, if we were going to see flashes of Cordy, I wanted her, I wanted to see her, like, actually doing good somewhere else, not just, like, focusing on this dimension. I'm like, so what was the point of taking her? <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, it's frustrating. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Whatever. Yeah, so that was the ground state. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> it's a fine episode. It is. It is. I liked... I I did like Gwen. Yeah. I liked the whole... Like, caper thing, and... She was kind of sassy, and... I, I, I don't know. I kind of liked... The way she talked to... Gun and... Angel, and... There were times that you thought she was going to, like, let Angel borrow the the thing, and right. I don't know. She was kind of back and forth. I liked her. No, I did, too. I wouldn't mind seeing her again. Well, you might, you may not. I'm Telling you is spoilery. <laughs> I'm thinking I might. Alright. Alright. So then we have The House Always Wins. This is the one I have the most notes about. <laughs> I have about the same as I had on the first one. This is ranked number 90. Man! 92! Wow! And this one doesn't have a synopsis. So, this is the one where they rescue Lauren in Vegas. If you didn't know that already. <laughs> hmm. I mean, I kind of think this was my favorite of the <laughs> <laughs> I think just for story wanting to, like, get stuff out of moving the story along deep down is probably the best, but this one is very fun to watch. 
This is a lot of fun, and it's Lauren-centric. Maybe that's why I liked it so much. Yeah, and Lauren is a favorite of mine, too. Um, I I can see how the little plot of the destinies might drag it down in some people's eyes, and, you know, that's not fantastic, but it's it's okay. It's better than oh, some yeah, other no, things they've that's, done. Yeah, that's, that's kind of dumb, but it has. there's a lot more going on than just that. Right. So, yeah, that part's dumb. But, um. <laughs> yeah, but I like how Cordy says, stuck in Misty Magic Land. <laughs> just, <laughs> oh, Misty Magic Land was funny. <laughs> she just hates it. <laughs> <laughs> I just get, I don't know, it just kind of delights me that Cordelia's like, this is supposed to be like heaven and she's supposed to just be this all powerful being. And she's just like, this sucks. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I, I enjoy that part of it. I like how, yeah, I like how she doesn't like it there. And I'm just confused as to what... why she was taken. If Where is she? Seem to be doing a lot. Of I, know. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, my first note on this one is, I just, I like that Angel's watching over Connor. I like that. I like that Angel kicked him out, but is still, like, keeping an eye on him. Yeah. You know, I don't know. That just seems very fastly. Yeah, he is his dad, and you forgive your children of a lot of things. (laughs) Right, right. But he hasn't, like, totally forgiven him or welcoming in. He's just kind of concerned about him. And it is, I mean, it's sad. He's sleeping on the grass. Oh, sure. That's, yeah. I mean, you would think that that would break any father's heart. Yeah, no matter what. But, I mean, he's doing the right thing. I mean. Yeah. Angel's got to, or Connor's got to learn a lesson. (laughs) What what do you think is going to happen? Um, I'm I'm guessing this this works on Connor that he'll he'll come to his senses or something. I mean, I I I see he and Angel ultimately like teaming up and being like a father son kick ass duo type. You know, they have good chemistry when they do. They do. And I don't think Connor's going away. So, and I don't see it just keep going on this way. I'm sh- maybe Cordelia will have something to do with it. Well, yeah. But I mean, I think eventually. I mean, Angel's already pretty much forgiven him. I would say. So it now it's Connor's turn to forgive himself or if he stays like he is he's pretty dangerous to have around you know sleeping with them (laughs) right yeah I don't know I don't know something will happen he'll join him everything's gonna be fine with Connor and them cause this is a Joss Whedon show (laughs) (laughs) that's true (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> How else would it turn out? 
just fine. <laughs> well, I mean, not ideal, but I don't know. It, no, I don't. He'll come back. Just because it's Joss Whedon doesn't mean everyone has to be miserable and yeah horrible. There can be some good stuff. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He'll make his way back to the hotel. And I don't think all will be forgiven, but I think he'll be let back in. Okay. Uh, Wesley's the one I'm concerned about. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I've got Lauren. I love his It Ain't Easy Being Green. I know. That's a so great song for him. <laughs> so cute. And I was like, why is he dissing him? Yeah, I thought I wrote that Fred looks great at Lauren's show. She was very share of Sunny and Cher. No, I, I didn't thought. notice. I thought she looked great in the demon little demonette costume. Lorenette. Yeah, she looked good in that too, but Yeah. She's a pretty skinny actress and <laughs> yeah. she'd look good in laundry like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. And I liked how she she could just walk down Fremont Street in Vegas. And that I was know. Just fine. <laughs> you wouldn't even bat an eye. Nope. That's Vegas. But yeah, she looked really good at Lauren's show. She had really straight, pretty hair. And she had on this, I think it was over one shoulder, but it just looked very Cher in the Sunny and Cher era. Like an old Bob Mackie dress. Something that like that. Wear. Yeah, it. Yep, it was cute. Oh, and I wrote, "Were you pissed at Lauren at first? <laughs> well, yeah. I I got, "Why is he dissing him?" And then I was like, "Okay, Lauren saw him this time, and definitely is being a dick on purpose." <laughs> 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 so I, was... I remember buying it. I thought, "Man, he's all fame. What a jerk. <laughs> What's his deal?" Yeah, I mean. When he dissed him during the show, I was like, wow, I can't believe he did that. But then, like, backstage, I was like, okay, something's going on. I was like, he's being a dick on purpose. Right. Yeah, that's... And I didn't see it as he's being a dick because he's famous. I was like, something's going on. Uh, Yeah. Because that just didn't seem, Lauren just doesn't seem like the type that no matter how famous he becomes, he'd he'd still be like, well, there's my little cinnamon buns, you know. (laughs) Right, yeah. But I remember having that, and I just didn't know what was going on. But I did think something was up with the fluffy comment before, so. Yeah, I didn't catch it on the fluffy comment, no. But I was, I I went through lots of emotions. (laughs) I was just scared. <laughs> I yep. loved, I loved the stand-up cardboard sign of Lauren and the. <laughs> you have to play to win, pussycats. <laughs> that was awesome. I've got holy crap! Is Lauren like being held hostage? And they're using his psychic stuff to scam audience members? Yep. I did not, yeah. I didn't see that coming. 
<laughs> yeah, that was a pretty crazy reveal. Yep, then I have Wesley taking clients from Angel. I don't like Wesley and Lila. <laughs> nope, I don't either. Oh, I really don't. And the more I see him, the more I hate him. <laughs> That's not a couple I'm going to get behind. <laughs> you know? Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, I know I've been like sketchy with other couples, like, oh, I don't know. But then I get used to him and I'm like, oh, I like him. This one? Nope. That's not going to happen. There's no way I'll ever get behind Wesley and Lila. Um, my next note is, ooh, magic poker chip. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have a look at Angel using his charms, getting the note to Lauren. Being all charming with the Lornette. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was kind of cute. It's like, he knows. That's what's funny about Angel is, like, he seems to not realize, like, how handsome he is and, you know. Yeah, yeah. But he can sure turn it on when he needs to. <laughs> <laughs> like, he knows. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Yep, my next note is, so why was Cordelia sent to another dimension to help others? And she's focused on this one. I'm confused. <laughs> and then I have haha angel taken away right behind gun and Fred <laughs> yeah. I, like, <laughs> I like that a lot <laughs> it's pretty good you just see him in the background these security guards like grab him and drag him away And I love Angel's references to, like, old-timey Vegas with the mob and the Brat Pack. <laughs> I know. I love those, too. <laughs> Talking about the dunes. The dunes. And... <laughs> Elvis's wedding. Elvis's wedding. By the time he gets to Elvis's wedding, they just, like, don't even want to hear about it. <laughs> He's like, me and Sinatra. <laughs> Yeah, I've got good to know that fluffy dog thing. <laughs> we'll have to use that. Yeah, for some reason, I don't know if that's from some movie or show I'm really familiar with, but asking not... about a family pet that doesn't exist means you're in trouble. Huh. That's just not familiar to me. But it makes sense. I mean... I would think if I was on the phone with you and I was in trouble and if, if I said, Em, just don't forget to take care of your cat, you'd be yeah. like, hmm, that so was weird. Up. <laughs> you know, I've never yeah. owned a cat in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I like to have a gun punch the guard as they walk by. <laughs> They're just walking and he just, his arm just shoots out and punches this guard. I didn't notice that. That's funny. Um, I like their joke about futures trading. Oh, I don't know what the joke was. Well, it was when they found out like exactly what was going on. and I don't know. I think Fred says, 
so they're futures trading and either Gunner Lauren said something like, well, not literally, I don't know. But the whole thing seemed complicated to me. So they're taking – so Lauren is picking out people in the audience who have some sort of future. Yeah, he's reading them because he has them sing along. He has them sing along. So they get that magic poker chip, which, like, takes their future away, and then other people can buy their future off the black market. Yeah, the – um <laughs> That's kind of dumb. The chip, like, absorbs their future into the chip. Right. Then they have all these futures you could buy if you want to change your future, if you'd want to change your life and you have a lot of money, I suppose. Be like, I want to be a chef of a five-star restaurant. Right. Which, if you have a lot of money, who, why do you care? <laughs> I know. That's the thing. It's like, <laughs> if you've got a lot of money, why would you want to be a chef of a restaurant? Okay, well, let's take the guy that was going to win his Pulitzer. You know, maybe they want that kind of prestige. I guess so. Or one was a senator. It's like, right. if you have a lot of money, you can just, like, go be lazy and have money. <laughs> <laughs> Have to be a senator in Nevada for two terms. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that really doesn't sound that appealing. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like, seems complicated. <laughs> I just keep my money. <laughs> um, I kind of like the little twist, though, that Cordelia makes him win. Oh, yeah, that was really cool. That was cool, and that those exact things that he went off those those like purplish diamond mm-hmm. I've won in Vegas off those same ones oh yeah <laughs> yep I got three of those once in one probably not 300,000 in the car no it was more like around like $350 that's good too it was good it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love it when Lauren uses his high-pitched voice. <laughs> Makes all the light bulbs pop on Fremont. Yep. Mm-hmm. But then Gun like, turns on him, and I'm like, geez, Gun, way to jump the gun. And I'm like, ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, uh, I think that was a little uncalled for. I think it was totally uncalled for. But Lauren treated him very respectfully when he did. He when he explained what really happened, and Fred looked right. properly and contrite. <laughs> yes, she did. And Lauren had a great explanation. And I, I don't know. It just Gun does that though. He does, and I it mean, bugs that's me because pretty classic Gun. Lauren has been nothing but. Pretty much loyal to these guys and not, I don't know. He's not getting a ton in return. He's not. I agree. You know, (laughs) they ruined his nightclub, what, 
two or three different times. Three, I think the count was. So, I mean, I don't know. It just, oh, yeah, they've used him and abused him, for sure. It made me mad. My next note is, if Cordy's just going to be a floating, all-powerful being the rest of the time, she can just leave the show. <laughs> <laughs> and then I've got, whoa, Cordy doesn't know who they are? <laughs> Where do you think that's going to go? Um... I don't think it's going to last long. So I'm guessing the powers that be sent her back because they realized she still had some work to do here or something. And it's just a, I don't know, just like a symptom of going from there to here. Like she's got some sort of memory. I don't know. Just a little whammy. On yeah, just little amnesia type temporary amnesia type thing I don't think her not knowing who they are is going to last very long that would actually be pretty lame to have Cordy back and just <laughs> not know who they are it would be really <laughs> stupid for the rest of the series she just has to relearn who they are yeah so I don't yeah I think it's like a temporary amnesia just going from like one dimension to the other or something or going from being a higher power to a mortal again, if that's what she is. I don't know. I have a feeling in the next episode, she's going to have her memory back. And then she and Angel will get married and they'll have cute little babies. <laughs> <laughs> no more Connors. <laughs> no more babies raised in hell dimensions. <laughs> they decide to get Connor back to his dimension. <laughs> you belong pretty well in Kortoff. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, yeah, I I was surprised to see her. I was happy to see her. But when she was like, "Who are you people?" I mean, at first I was like, what? And then I was just like, meh. <laughs> I'm not buying it. <laughs> I'm all jaded when it comes to this now. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Yeah, this was, I like these three. Yeah, I like them too. I'm just so, what are they doing with Wesley? Yep. Oh, Wesley. Oh, I'm so curious how, I don't know. I mean, part of me thinks that he's trying to get close to Lila to like, that like it's just a ruse. Like, he's like playing her? That he's playing her and that he's playing them too, like. Like, he's just trying to get some info on Wolfram and Hart so that he can bring it back to Angel and the gang. And that he's just pretending to be so cold to him. Because, like, man, that scene where he drops Angel off and Angel is just, like, 
so weak and everything. And, you know, Gunn and Fred are like, oh, my gosh, what do we do? What do we do, Wesley? And he just basically walks out the door. He's like, I've done my part. (laughs) I've done my part, you know. I don't know. Part of me just thinks that he's playing them and he's playing Lila. And I thought it was also odd that he's like, he's going to need blood soon. I'm fresh out. Like, he shows them almost like, see what I've done for him? Right, right. It was kind of a, felt to me like kind of a, look what I did. A plea for. It's all like a look what I did. You know, he went and found Angel. I mean, why did he do that? I think maybe, I think, honestly, that was for his own conscience. Yeah. I think he truly felt like that would even the score and he'd feel better. And that he would feel better. Yeah. Yeah, but he gave Angel his blood. Interesting I don't know. that uh, Justine is like, I'm not giving a drop of my blood. And he's like, yours is too weak. You just must not be feeding her very much. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Him having that file on Cordelia's disappearance and giving that to Angel, that says something to me. I don't know. Yeah. I think he's playing everyone. Well, you'll see someday. Yeah. What's happening? So what are my next ones? You got three on the block. All right. Slouching towards Bethlehem. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) I looked it up. I was like, that's got to be something. And it's um, it's lines from a W.B. Yeats poem called The Second Coming. Huh, okay. I'll, I'll talk more about that poem when we get to, in our next Angel podcast. I just, I, I got interested in reading about it and trying to, after you've seen the episode, and trying to see why they would have done it. <laughs> Slouching towards Bethlehem. Okay. (laughs) And then supersymmetry. Supersymmetry. Okay. And spin the bottle. Wow. These are all very odd titles. (laughs) And actually, Matt Essendorf asked to be a guest for the one that contains spin the bottle. That must be one he enjoys. All right. So hopefully he's free. So, yeah, when it comes to predictions on these three. (laughs) Yeah. And you've already done your broad predictions. I'm not even going to (laughs) try. So, nope. (laughs) So, all right. All right. Well... If you want to send us feedback, send it to suewatchesbuffy at gmail.com. Yep, and join our Facebook pages. We got Yes Mother, which has Sue. We've got Sue Watches Buffy, which is the No Susans Club. You can join either or both. (laughs) Yeah. 
We can only have one Susan, and it's not going to be this one. Nope. So if your name's Susan, you got to get on it quick. <laughs> you can join. <laughs> <laughs> but only one. All right. All and right. We'll catch you next time. All right. Well, all right. I'll talk to you later. All right. All right. Do not. Bye.
you'll have to watch out tonight. I did take some cough medicine. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have had, like, the most obnoxious cough all day today. Hmm. Like, that stupid back-of-the-throat itchy oh. cough that just does nothing. Yeah, I hate that. That I usually get that after a chest cold. I I feel fine, yeah. but I just seriously sat at my desk and coughed all day today. Uh, I couldn't stop it. I was sucks. I had a thing of mints at my desk. I was like eating mints. I was drinking water and just that stupid scratchy do nothing yeah. cough that just comes from nowhere. So. So about an hour ago, I took some cards. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> we will do our best. We will. Can you hear Lola drinking? Just barely. Oh, good. She must be thirsty. <laughs> Can you hear that buzzing sound from me? No. Have you heard it the last couple times? Oh, that the same buzzing? No. No, I haven't at all. Okay, I think I figured it out. The cord, right? Nope, because I thought it was the cord, oh. and then you still heard it when I wasn't using the cord. Oh, really? I think what it was was I used to... Because Cam parks his truck in the garage, uh-huh. and I used to use the hood of his truck as like a table. I'd put my laptop on it oh. and stand against it. I'm wondering if it was like the battery or something. You stand? Uh-huh. Wow. You Why? stand the whole time we're podcasting? Yeah, usually. I sit all day at work. Huh. I need to stand sometimes. <laughs> Just blows my mind for some reason. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm almost always standing. That is so weird. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. You sit all day at work. I do. I Yeah. I, mean, I I stand up as much as I can at work, but yeah, yeah. Generally, I have a sit down job. Right. So when Not I'm at home. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm thinking that something about like the battery of my laptop, like I don't know. I think it was something to do with the engine or the battery in Cam's truck or something, huh. or the alternate. I don't know. So you're using the extension cord, but it's not on the truck now? No. Now I've got the computer on the work table. I cleared a space on the work table. Ah. And I'm standing against that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yep. I'm trying all these different little things like, okay, let's, let's like take this element out and try this. <laughs> I haven't heard it for the last couple, though. Uh, yeah, because the last couple times okay. I've used the work table instead of the truck as my table. So I just forgot to ask the last couple times. I see. I probably yeah. would have said something. 
Yeah, a lot of times I'm standing and not only standing, but I'm pacing. <laughs> yeah, pacing sounds more. That is so funny, though. I just <laughs> picturing that seems weird. 